Hi, welcome to the Employco USA HR podcast. My name is Rob Wilson. With me is my partner and brother, Scott Wilson. Hello. Our vice president of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone. And our special guest this this month Brrr. is uh, <laughs> our first special guest, Jerry LeCamp, <laughs> our vice president of payroll. Hi, thank you so, for having me. <laughs> so welcome, Jerry, our first ever guest. <laughs> so our topic, as you, as you might guess, uh, since Jerry's here, it's payroll. And uh, I think we were talking about the top five payroll pitfalls. Payroll pitfalls, as I pop my peas. I was just popping your peas. Payroll yep. pitfalls. So, you know, as everyone knows, payroll is complicated. A lot of people outsource it. A lot of people, small businesses do it in-house. You can use software like QuickBooks and that. Uh, Some have their parents process it. Yeah, my mom does the payroll or yeah. things like that. I mean, we get all, all kinds that's true. So, so you know, we thought payroll would be a good topic to uh, to talk about some of the ins and outs of payroll, but also look at, you know, as you're outsourcing your payroll, or if, or if you're doing it inside right now and want to take it out, you know, what what should you be looking for when you you, know, you want to look at uh, you know flexibility, for example, because payroll can be can be complicated if you're in a single state or multi-state, union, non-union. So there's a lot of different uh, a lot of different issues to look at. Because if, if there's an error, we'll get to some of them in a second. Well, some of the problems you'll run into if there's an error. But basically, if, you're, if there's an error and employees either have late payroll or wrong payroll or missed check, obviously that breaks their confidence, it breaks their trust, and then it's hard to repair that once, once something like that happens to your, to your employees. So you want to try and be as 100% accurate as possible. Yeah, so let's look at uh, when we when we look at options. So, so Jerry, one of the things that uh, your team's known for is your flexibility. When uh, uh, a lot of the big payroll vendors, they're very specific of how they how they work. You have to really fit into their box, or you know, they they don't give you flexibility. And a lot of a lot of them now, especially on the small business side, are pushing you online. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your flexibility and how the different forms that you're processing. Um, well, our clients um, come to us all different sizes, all different uh, ways of how they like to process their payroll. Some like to do our web payroll online. Some have uh, like a time clock export that they send us and we can upload into our system. Some even just still fax their timesheets yeah, to us. Messenger so pigeon. <laughs> handwritten uh, uh, timesheets back over. We're still over. buying the fax toner. Um, but <laughs> yeah. any which way they get it to us, we get it done and we get it done timely. And that's the important thing is to process the payroll timely for our clients. So again, like Jason mentioned, that they their employees are confident in our in our abilities. So yeah, you're still running three three fax machines in the department, which mm -hmm. is uh, you don't see a ton of faxes anymore. But then, you know, flexibility standpoint, we do obviously a ton of trade show payroll, and and you guys even get uh, uh, pictures off of iPhones uh, with oh, yes. timesheets on a sheet. Yes. You know, the guys' lunches next to the timesheets, <laughs> but uh, yes. yeah, hopefully the cheeseburger was good. Yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> so. But that is true from a flexibility standpoint, because uh, you know, it's a mobile workforce. So whether it's whether it's to the trade show clients or a janitorial or office environment, I think the more flexible you can be. But uh, but a key part that you raise is is the uh, on time, because uh, people tend to press the deadlines, and you know we you've got deadlines with a lot of you know so many people are direct deposit now or or pay cards, so you've got a processing time, and if you don't get the payroll out timely, you, you miss the direct deposits. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> 
So one of the things that uh, that your team does is union fringes, which a lot of uh, and a lot of companies. Well, I really don't know any other payroll company that uh, on the payroll side or HR outsourcing company that does the fringes, and that's something that that we you know, is we've always looked to be the the solution to, to companies' headaches. It's a, a headache that trade show clients that that we met back in the late 1990s. Their big headache was union fringes, and so you guys uh, took that over, and it's it's a it's a big relief for a lot of companies. It is. It's just as important as you know your federal and state tax deposits. It requires timely remittance, and the penalties if it's remitted late are just as bad as if you you know deposited your federal taxes late. So. Wow. Um, well, and at the end of the day, no one wants a union upset with them. Right. So our right. goal... You want to be on the right side with the union all the time. So. I think back <laughs> 20 years ago when it was a beautiful 60-degree day and the power went out and we get to call a, a union hall and, hey, the power is out. And they're like, we don't care if the power is out. We want our payroll and we want it on time. So Rob and I ran out and got three portable generators and you guys got everything finished in the payroll department on time and got it to them and you know, yeah. all set and stuff. So, so like, we, I don't care if you write it in crayon. Exactly. We want our payroll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. No problem. Mm-hmm. So. Timeliness. Yeah. <laughs> but as we, as we look at some of the, uh, some of the payroll pitfalls, as we'll touch on taxes, when you look at the union fringes, when you're, you know, you have interest, uh, liquidated damages, you know, the penalties can be, can be pretty, pretty awesome. substantial. But so when you, uh, one of the ones on, uh, Jason and Jerry's list was late filings and tax deposits. So it, um, it can add up, like Jerry said. Even the, the the federal level, there's late deposit penalties and fines, and then she's a lot more familiar with the the union part than I am. But yeah, I mean, at, employers, even if you're not outsourcing it, make sure you're timely because uh, the penalties can add up. Well, not only the penalties, then it raises the red flag of within the IRS going. Well, if they can't pay their payroll right. taxes on time. How accurate are Let's their look taxes? At other things. Let's take a look. Yep. So Let's it's you always want to be diligent, do it right, and do it on time. You know, you've got federal, you've got state, you've got city. In some cases, uh, you know, county taxes. In in some cases, in Ohio, school district taxes. So there's taxes on 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 every level. So you really have to be aware of what those taxes are and what those deadlines are. And you know, as your business grows, if you have that payroll in in house, your tax filing deadlines on a federal level may change as you grow because the the larger your payroll, the more often you have to. So we make tax deposits every day due to our size. Other companies that are smaller, you you don't make it as often. But once you pass that threshold, you got to be aware that when that when you're due. And my understanding too is once you pass that threshold, even if you decrease in size, you can't go back retroactive to paying you're you're on that threshold. Once you hit it, you're there forever. Right. Another issue is staying com- uh, compliant with the federal and state regulations. It's something that we talk about a lot on the HR side, but it's just as applicable on the payroll side. You know, we look at HR and we're talking about sexual harassment training uh, changing by state. Uh, that's something that uh, we're doing for a lot of our clients in states such as California and New York, but it's a new thing for, for, uh, for Illinois come January. But, you know, the same thing with uh, state regulations so, Jerry, a common thing, you know, we're based in the Chicago area. We do payroll in 49 states, but a common thing that your team sees are people living in Illinois working in Indiana or Indiana and Wisconsin working in Illinois. So that's something that you guys have to address. 
Right. You have to be aware of the um, reciprocal agreements between the different states. If somebody lives in one state and works in another, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that they get their home state taxes taken on their checks. So the accuracy of the tax calculations on the payroll checks are very important as well because that could lead into troubles at W-2 time if you don't have the correct taxes set up. So. I mean, it's hard for a mom and pop. If you're doing payroll in-house with a QuickBooks, I mean, it's hard to stay on top of this. That's why we have a whole dedicated team, Jerry's team, dedicated to stay on top of these compliance issues and what's the right, what's the compliant way to handle some of these regulations. And, and so, Jerry, that's something, too, that you get the phone calls where, whether it's the Illinois, Indiana, or Wisconsin, Illinois, where the person living and working in, in two different states, you're holding you're withholding the appropriate state tax, and you know, they have to pay taxes on their own. So it's something that some coordination on their part. Uh, so I'm sure you get phone calls on that. Absolutely. <laughs> so void and reissue is a big uh, a big uh, topic. As as uh, as Jason uh, always does an awesome job putting together our uh, some talking points that we kind of run through. One of his items was the void and reissue where you're making an adjustment on someone's check. So someone, uh, and you see it from time to time, like, so the only thing that our clients can't do is they can't call payroll in from an actuary standpoint. But every now and then, you know, you've got, you, there's, a, there's a mistake somewhere along the way or someone didn't, or for, someone forgot to report a day of their hours. And making that adjustment, the key part is uh, that your comment was making it, uh, making that adjustment quickly so the person gets the corrected payroll. Yeah, ideally, hopefully within the same quarter because of the quarterly filings, you're, you're, you're reconciling that all the way even through the GL to make sure it's kind of flowing through and as, as quickly as possible. And Jerry, where you see that, uh, a lot of times at end of quarters are on the, on the union employees for the hours that they need to work per quarter. Right. Um, the hours for union workers have to be reported by their work month, so you have to be um, conscientious of when their hours were worked and when it's due to the union. And hmm. yeah. Right, because in, in a lot of times that, that number of hours they're working triggers whether they're eligible for health care the next month mm -hmm. or the next quarter. Yeah. But on the void and ratio standpoint, something that, uh, Jerry, your team runs across all the time, are, uh, it tends to happen a lot more on your seasonal employees or, or someone that maybe was uh, just either let go or quit. Uh, they say they lost their check, and your, our client wants a, a void and reissue. And in Illinois, that a lot of times becomes an issue. Right, because of the currency exchanges. Right. That's, that's a whole thing that most people running their own payroll wouldn't think about. If you cut a check and Jerry can back me up on this they can take it to a currency exchange and cash it even though you've got to stop payment on it you'll be out twice the money right now so you can file a police report for fraud and things like that but you're still out the money hmm. right so jerry that's the holder in due course right so your currency exchange they almost you know they make you know you can you'll put a stop on a check issue a new check so now there's two checks technically out there and the person will cash both of them Yes, and there's no there's no um, recourse for that person necessarily because they go to the currency exchange and the currency exchange um, takes the check as if it was a legitimate check mm -hmm. and you don't know about it until 
they or they don't know about it until they actually deposit it in their bank and then it comes back to them that it's been stopped and they come back to the maker of the check and it's the maker of the check that is responsible for paying that to the holder in due course, which is the currency exchange or check cashing place. So sounds like a profit center for currency exchanges. <laughs> it yeah. does. Definitely. So uh, before we run out of time, another, another, another topic was taxation of, of, of earnings and deductions. So uh, and, and what, what's taxable, what's not. So a lot of times that you'll have uh, within the payroll system, people report whether it's uh, a union agreement for parking or non-union for, for parking or other expenses, what, what to tax and, and how do you guys uh, work through that process? Well, within the union agreements, you know, it'll be stated within the union agreement if it should be a taxable um, compensation or not. Um, with regards to, like, relocation expenses, um, you know, we really like to um, check with the IRS for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I know recently in the past couple of years they've actually changed relocation expenses to be taxable um, no matter what type of expense mm -hmm. it was. So that's something that, you know, a lot of clients come to us and say, oh, well, this shouldn't be taxed, and we have to, you know, we give them... We have to them, go by the IRS. We have to mm -hmm. give them the documentation from the IRS that it is uh, pretty much most relocation expenses are taxable now. So... Um, but yeah, we, we always want to check the um, the regulations in the states and what the taxability. And should now be. you have the joys of local tax, which local before tax. it was always just like Ohio mm -hmm. and Pennsylvania, but uh, now they're popping up everywhere. Makes it fun. I mean, we we're doing tax updates for the most part every every week or every other week because you know every little municipality. You know, right. Right. It used to be there. more on a state level and yeah. or a city level. Now it's even with libraries, yeah, and school districts. Yep. I mean, there's right. different various local taxes that have to be calculated into the earnings for an employee. Yep. When you think what runs through uh, as you're looking at deductions and earnings on the on the payroll side, what's running through your payroll uh, department, which has always been since we started, that's our, our largest department within uh, within our company is the payroll department. They, uh, it's not just the payroll, but uh, workers' comp charges, you, uh, reconciling and charging all employee benefits. Uh, so payroll, it's uh, it's all all client charges run through uh, your department. Yep. We work. We integrate with all the different departments to make sure that all the checks are being calculated correctly. <laughs> Keeps you guys busy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. So, but so I think we are. We try and keep our uh, our, our podcast under fifteen, so we're just about out yeah, of time. Yeah. But uh, uh, anything else I'm missing, you guys? No, I mean I think it's just it's amazing how integral payroll is to everything within a company, and then the accuracy and the timeliness that, you know, payroll doesn't get a lot of credit for that they should get credit for from. And that's one of the things that I think puts us above most, not to be a commercial, but puts us above most other companies is that we do so much union payroll, not only just in the trade show industry, but other industries, other, not just teamsters, decorators, carpenters, riggers. We do all different uh, ranges of uh, unions, so don't think that we're limited to trade show, but it's really given us that experience over 23 years of dealing with unions and being friends with unions in the sense that they can rely on our reports are accurate, where we do get referrals from unions that they like us so much because of the job that Jerry does. So. 
Yes, yeah, awesome team. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you do have a question about payroll or a suggestion about a future podcast topic, feel free to drop us a line. We're at hr at employco.com. You can send us an email, visit us on Twitter or Facebook, and we're happy to help out. And That's right. Future uh, future topics, feel free to uh, for tweet, to tweet us or email us. Yeah, at Employco. At Employco uh, on, on Twitter. And for those of you uh, in our trade show friends that uh, will be hanging out at the Randy Smith Golf, Randy Smith Chicago Golf Outing later this month, Four. so uh, stop by and say hello. And hopefully it won't be 100 degrees like prior <laughs> years, which is a little toasty, or 97 <laughs> degrees, so... So, but uh, thanks for uh, thanks for checking our podcast out, and uh, we'll be back next month with uh, I think our topic might be trade show related uh, with an with a special a, guest, another special guest. So, <laughs> and Jerry, thank you for being our first guest on our podcast. Well, thank you for thanks, having Jerry. me. Thanks, thanks for everybody listening. All right, thanks for listening. <laughs>